and this is important, I think, to kind of make sense of, even if you're just seeing one quote unquote spirit guide, there's like a whole collective, a whole group behind them. You're just experiencing one facet of them, mm-hmm. but they're all there all the time chiming in, but it's like they have a representative <laughs> yes. know, that steps forward. Right. right. And sometimes you'll, you'll interact with just that one representative. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll interact with actual different guides. There's no right way or wrong way. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We're two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Hey, y'all. How you doing today? Hello, hello. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've recorded. Last. Yes, I know. This feels a little strange. You all don't realize it, but Jessica and I have not recorded in, I don't know, a month or more? September? Or September. I was in a different state. Yeah, it's been it was so been a while. We recorded ahead and then released for you. And right now, I'm I'm kind of I feel like I'm gonna have to get my sea legs again or my land legs or however that works. But this is our topic for today, and this is one of Jessica's favorites. So get ready, <laughs> spirit guides. Yay! <laughs> it really is. I it could talk is. about them for days. I even I even teach a class called Spirit Guide Mastery. That's how much I love them. Where we just yep. spend twelve weeks with our spirit. Guides. 12 weeks with our spirit guides <laughs> and Jessica. I say Who go for want it. To? <laughs> oh my gosh. We have so much fun. I love those classes, but yeah, spirit guides, you know, I love them. They were actually one of the very first ways I connected directly to spirit with spirit guides. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about our mediumship. We talk about angels. We talk about loved ones, but I've always been fascinated with spirit guides since I was in my teens, my twenties. And I found out about them. Like if there was an article, if there was a book, if there was, I mean, I was going to read it. And I thought, oh gosh, wouldn't it be so great if I knew how to do that myself, right? Right. Not realizing that you were doing it the whole time. Right? I was doing it the whole time. And and I think that's one of the, the, the greatest challenges is people think that there are these things that, these energetic beings that are so far out there that you need someone to connect to them for you. And it's really helpful sometimes to have someone connect for you. I ask you, Hey, what are my guides saying? Oh, yes, we do. We do that to each other all the time. <laughs> what do my guides think about this? Cause I just can't even right now. And then you'll, you'll connect. Right. So that is a so helpful Jessica's way to guides have a are hysterical by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and mine are, sorry guys, they're very loving, but they're pushy. I mean, oh, yeah, pushy. they are actually, yeah, see, right? they are, they just, <laughs> they are pushy. I'm like, they, they can try to push me to do things. I was like, yeah, I'm not even your person. <laughs> They're like, Andrea, there's the fire. Get inside of it right now. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. But no, <laughs> but yeah, that was my, my first, my first experiences were reading about them. And then once I decided to work on my intuitive skills, they were the very first energetic beings I met face-to-face like nice you know well you know I'm thinking that makes me think my first memories were my spirit guides better known as my invisible friends 
However, they weren't just invisible friends. I mean, everybody knew them. They had names. We had a very personal involved relationship and it stayed, it didn't go away. You know, so a lot of time kids have invisible friends and they go away by the age of four, five years old. Mine stayed. I remember I was given a diary when I was 12 years old. You can imagine what's in there. But um, <laughs> I read it several years later. I thought, oh, dear Lord, I'm all horrible. <laughs> it's called growth. It's called growth. <laughs> I was mad at everybody when I was 12. <laughs> anyway, I named my diary. Like I wrote to these two spirit guides in my diary. I was still doing that and not realizing it right at 12, 13 years yeah. old, still writing to the same people. And so it wasn't until I was older that I realized, oh, these, these have a name, right? They're spirit guides and they have a role in my life. I love that. So I guess yeah. we should probably tell people what our spirit guides, huh? <laughs> Before we get much, let's do it because you and I today, I can tell we're just like sipping into like, oh, we're with our spirit guides. We're chilling. So yeah, I know I usually am like, put them in dial charge. In. Dial in. <laughs> so spirit guides are these amazing energetic beings that have been with you since birth and they, they are yours. They are yes. yours. They are only for you. That is their job. You are their sole job. <laughs> I know I'm quite the handful, so I'm glad they don't have another person they have to deal with. Um, but yeah, so they're with you since birth. And when you cross over, they help you with your life review and that transition and, and on all of that. And so they're so helpful in navigating the journey, right, of being human. And and they were human at, at one point. They're not anymore. They They don't do that anymore. They've graduated. But they, they understand and they remember what it was like to be human, you know, and that's very different than when you're working with angelic beings who are yeah. just, you know, angels, like, which are right. awesome, but they don't have a human experience. No, so, but let, let's, let's stop for a second, Jessica, and say, I know I'm thinking how to get the words that are rolling through my head. There are different types of spirit guides, which I, I know I'm sure you'll talk about, but let's clarify. I'm thinking about my clients, right. Or people I know that will say, so-and-so is my spirit guide now. Right? No. I'm talking about the love, right? right? That's why I'm going to let you okay. take it. Okay, okay. Right? So this is why I came up with the the, the term spirit team because yes. we have so many different types of guides on our that make up our spirit team, right? And so angels are a type of um, like guide that could be on our spirit team. Crossed over loved ones uh, could be a different type or your ancestors could be a different type. Um, ascended masters could be a different type, but your spirit guides aren't any of those things. So grandma is not your spirit guide. She could act in a, in a capacity of a guide on your spirit team, but grandma is not your spirit guide because grandma was here. <laughs> you yeah, <know>? Yes. And, <laughs> and grandma and so, doesn't have necessarily the level of wisdom Right. And it, or the awareness would... of your path. Right? right. Because the, the, these guides focus on, on just you, like I said before, and, and, and they're, they're, they're experts in, in you and, and, and what you want to achieve while you're down here and what you want to learn and, and all that stuff you bring from past lives, all that baggage, your spirit guides know you as your true soul form. Yes. That's it. Like they, they yeah. work with you as your soul and then help you plan, incarnate, understand. I mean, the whole, the whole map, the whole path, they're involved in it with you. Yeah. Yeah. They're your like ultimate backup team. Mm-hmm. Your ultimate backup team. It's important to recognize that, right? That there's that, that although you may 
connect with your grandmother or someone who's crossed over that was in your life, they hold a different kind of wisdom. Right. They may guide you. They may mm-hmm. act as a guide for you, but they are not your soul level spirit guide. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And the other, you know, speaking of misperceptions, the other thing is we don't have like a set number. Right. It's, it's a, um, I get so excited. It's I was whole, like, right. <laughs> it's a whole group. It's a collective, mm-hmm. right? And this is important, I think, to kind of make sense of, even if you're just seeing one quote unquote spirit guide, there's like a whole collective, a whole group behind them. You're just experiencing one facet of them. Mm-hmm. And, but they're, but they're all there all the time, chiming in, but it's like, they have a representative. Yes. <laughs> that steps forward. Right. right. And sometimes you'll, you'll interact with just that one representative. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll interact with actual different guides. There's no right way or wrong way. I think we want mm-hmm. to say here, it's yeah, just what's I mean, going on and what works best for you and your team. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't even know that I've discovered all my spirit guides and I've been working with them for a while. Yeah. I haven't discovered all mine either. I can feel them or mm-hmm. see them, but they come the ones that I don't know personally, so to speak they come in almost faceless, right? I can't see their faces. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. just, and I know they're there and I'm like, oh, I see you. I feel you. And I don't know what you're doing with me, but I know you're doing it. So thank you. You're doing <laughs> well, you know, like I said, they're different facets. So if you're, if you're struggling with your joy or you're grieving or you're wanting to find more happiness in life or make choices that support your happiness in life. You may have what people call quote unquote joy guide stepping forward as a front man, right? Think mm-hmm. of it as a band. Your joy guide may be singing at the microphone, right? Because that's <laughs> their, that. their, their focus, right? That's yep. their, that's what they specialize in. It doesn't mean every other guide goes away. It just means that's, that's their thing. And they're going to mm-hmm. step forward and help you with that. That's right? their specialty. So that's their specialty. Well, we're talking about spirit guides that interact soul form. And then we're also talking about guides that come in that are lesson or need specific. So do we want to, let's talk about that, Jessica. Yeah. So the one that comes in with us, like with birth and they're helping us beginning to end and they're just ours, just ours. I call inner band guides because they are like sitting at that inner table, right? They're the ones at the dining table with you every day, day, day out, day in, Mm -hmm. day out. And then if you're kind of thinking about like circles, then, then I have a group called what I call outer band guides. And these are the guides that come and go because they're need specific, or you've invited them in for a particular thing. So Mm -hmm. if you're struggling in a relationship, a relationship guide may come in. If you're a creative writer and you need some inspiration, you may call in an inspiration guide. who's just going to come in for that, that moment or that period of time to work with you as you navigate some, uh, you know, a challenge on your way. Right. And it, and it doesn't mean that your inner band guides went away does not right. mean it. They're still there. It just means you're calling in extra help. Yes. Right? And they're working as a team to support you. Right. They're working as a team to support you. And and so you may, you may wake up one day and be like, Hey, where'd that guide go? Like, so when I started out with my mediumship, I had a very specific mediumship guide. This was like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And, um, and they are not with me anymore because I'm not a beginner medium Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was their job. They're like, Hey, I'm an expert in getting you set up. And now, now I'm out. And if you want a different mediumship guide, then call on it. <laughs> you know, but they didn't even say goodbye. They just didn't show they up just anymore. Leave. And I was like, and I woke up one day and I was like, you know, I've not talked to them in forever. 
because <laughs> they're not there anymore. Uh, my other guides were like, because they're not there. Oh, they've moved out of their room. Excellent. So <laughs> we have a, we have a vacancy. We have a vacancy. So, um, so, you know, like same with mom, when I was a mother and, um, and I, you know, just given birth, we just moved to a new place. Like when my kiddo was like two weeks old, my husband's job took him away for an entire year. And I was left to raise a brand new baby where I knew no one in a new place. And my dog got very ill for that entire year. And I was so by myself. And I called in a spirit guide to help me. And this, the most nurturing, loving guide stepped forward for, you know, three years, basically. <laughs> so <laughs> you could I, walk on your own. <laughs> I could, she, she never did sleep, my child, but one day she could self-entertain and that's long enough that I could take a nap. And, and then the guide left. The guide's like, oh, you took a nap. You're fine. But You're fine. Then I can I, go now. That, yeah, that guy'd step back, you know? It, um, it reminds me, Jessica, of uh, actually something you and I talked about, but you mentioned, you know, inviting in. And I just want to touch on that a little bit here. So an invitation, Jessica and I are very, I think anyone in our field, it's important to, to know that you invite in, you issue the invitation, you give permission because we are free will humans. That's a real thing. So, but the invitation can vary. And so you can know that you are requesting a guide. You can, and then at, and do it. It can be a, a formal prayer. But what I'm thinking of is, for instance, I, this was last summer, I think there was something going on with me and I was not, it was relationship wise. And it was in general, it was in general. And there's a point to the story. And I did not say, Hey, I need a relationship guide. I just, in my general days and going around was consistently thinking about the issues that were coming up, how to solve them, asking for help, right? And leaving it at that. I get on the phone with Jessica last summer at some point, and she says to me, oh, you have a relationship guide there with you that's new. What's going on? <laughs> and I said, oh, I do. Like, honestly, I didn't even know the relationship guide was there. And I didn't sit down and formally say, hey, I need a relationship guide. I sat down and said, hey, I need help managing interactions that I know are showing up for me. And I know that it's so level work and the guide was there. I can tell you now that guide has stepped back because that portion of the work I completed. Mm -hmm. right. So that's, and the reason for that is to explain, you know, sometimes we sit down and we invite in very intentionally and knowingly, we know what we're asking for. Sometimes it's, I would like help with this. Thank you, please. And that's the answer to your prayer. Yes. Is that guide. Right. Yeah. Because I, I needed help and a mothering guide showed up. Right. 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 Didn't ask for that. I just asked for help. But with my mediumship guide, I was really specific. Hey, I want a spirit guide for mediumship. And they were yeah. like, Here you go. it's like that formal, intentional invitation, which we, you and I talk about a lot. And then there's mm -hmm. that also kind of invitation. It's, it's intentional, but you don't even know what you're what you're inviting. Right. You don't, you, know? you don't know what the end result is right. going to be. Is it going to be an angel? It's going to be just, an ascended master. Yeah, it's going to be a spirit giving guide. Permission. I don't know. Just, just giving just, permission. Please help me. Yes. <laughs> Somebody help me. Whatever it is, that's going to work me. in this situation. Yes, please. You know, and I think, you know, any, anyone, any, just an invite to help you navigate, navigate the journey. And I think the other important part, you mentioned this, that free will, you know, they're not going to tell you what to do. They're just going to give you better perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear us joke. My guides told me to, well, kind of, 
I say it all the time. Oh my God. I know. Oh, my guides told me to, so I did. Well, my guides presented a very lovely PowerPoint and it would be stupid not to take their advice. <laughs> when I say my guides told me so, that was a lot of work that I did with them to get the clarity I needed on the situation. Mm-hmm. And when I arrived at what they were presenting and what I knew to be true and what felt right for me, then I made the decision to follow their advice. But it doesn't mean I follow it every single time. I, I may, but you know, it's my choice. So it's, yeah, it's because it's always they told our choice. You to, doesn't mean you have to, Correct. right? And they're, and they're never going to tell you to harm yourself. They're never going to tell you to harm others. You no. know, like these are beings of love. Yes. Yes. And I just, I'm just still giggling because I told them, I told you to. Yeah, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you'll hear us joke about it. Free will and choice. But, um, but it's helpful. And if you have a relationship with your guides and you receive some guidance or, you know, instruction that may be helpful, use your discernment, use your discernment. And then you'll, you'll know what, what that is. And you'll know what happens when you follow, when you don't follow, what will work for you, what won't work for you. And I will say when I sometimes receive inspiration, I will use the word inspiration. (laughs) I like that. Okay. A strong suggestion and inspiration from my guides. Cause as we said, my guides can be pushy. So it's often a strong suggestion. Most of the time I say, yes, Sometimes I say, all right, I understand, but I'm not, not now I need more time and I wait and it will always come back around again, but you see, it's my choice. So that's the free will in that moment we all have. Right. And, and just because you pass up that opportunity at that moment, eventually a different opportunity will come around It mm-hmm. won't be the same one per se, but it'll come around and, and then you can look at that and decide if you're ready for it then. You know, our paths are constantly changing. They're not something that's set in stone. It's based on our choices, based on our actions, based on other people's choices and actions. They're they're constantly changing and in flux. And so your spirit guides may suggest something and you may be like, yeah. And then a human with their own free will <laughs> makes a different choice. And your guides and you are like, oh, no. Surprise. <laughs> back to the drawing board. You mm-hmm. know? So just keep that in mind too. They're just trying to give you better perspective on the situation. So you feel like you feel like you're supported and you can make a, a choice with clarity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what more can you ask for when you're struggling with things, you know, just clarity, getting some, right. some clarity on it, you know, is really helpful. One of my pet, I don't want to say pet peeves, Oh, One of the yes. things I, because <laughs> you know, because I complain about I'm guessing about what's going to come out of your mouth right now. I know you are because I complain about it nonstop. One of the things that I find that people struggle the most with in their guides outside of, I can't see my guides, which we'll get to in a minute, <laughs> is what is my guide's name? So those are the two questions. I can't see my guides and I don't know my guide's name. What is my guide's name? So I, let's just chat about your guide's do name it. for a second, because honestly, it doesn't matter. <laughs> what their name is. It really doesn't. The name can help you wrap your, your brain around it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, who you're referring to, but for reals, for I've reals. never found <laughs> the name mattered. You know, I just, you just gave you away know. the age of your child. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is my person. My child is my, we spend a lot of time together. Um, I'm going to know all the great lingo by the time she's of that age, but, but 
you know, people are like, well, I went to this reader and they said my spirit guide's name was this. And then I went to connect on my own and I got this guide with this name. What's going on? Am I wrong? And then they, they think they're wrong and they don't trust themselves. And then that closes their connection down. Or they think was the guy, was the, the reader wrong? No one is wrong. First of all, we have various facets. So they yes. may have met one of the facets and now you met another facet and they have two different names. Very good point. Absolutely. Right? Uh-huh. Or you found a name that's near and dear to your heart that works better for you and your guide doesn't freaking care. <laughs> They're like, yeah, no, I was George and now I'm Bob. Sounds great. Let's keep working. Like they really don't care. I have never had a name for my guardian angel and we still work together brilliantly. And they're just blue. They're just a blue color. Right. <laughs> so, and, so. And, the, and then the reverse of that is for some people, you know, that, that name, they need that or want that for that personal connection. So to Jessica's words, yes, just make one up. Or what I've noticed is I bet you the one you make up is kind of close, by the way. Um, I guarantee it's like, I guarantee because sometimes when you let go and you release, you actually come up with the, the, it's not even the right name. You just come up with the one that's with the name, right? A similar name. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed with my clients, which actually this has decreased asking for spirit guide names or guardian angel names, but I almost want to say it's half and half. Like for some people, I get them, I'll get a name. And then I know that that really, that person needs that. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, and that, and again, that's like guide in the moment. And for other people, I don't get, and I say, you know what, I'm not getting a name, name it Mm -hmm. yourself. Like, do you know, do you, so it's, it's Mm -hmm. interesting. Your guides know what you need and will, I have a couple clients, oh, this goes back years, but I was fascinated by this young man. I was doing a big group reading and there was a guide there that I, I could see, it could describe him. It was very distinct what he was wearing. And I said, oh, there's, you know, so, 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 and so. And the young man knew exactly who it was and talks to this guy all the time, what he didn't know. And that was funny because he actually even knew it was his guide. He didn't know his name. And the point of the guide coming through that day is because he wanted him to have his name because they had everything else together. I don't need to understand that, but it was fascinating to me. I'd never seen that sort of, um, I guess, energy. I don't know how else to explain it. It was pretty cool. That guide was because of the relationship he had with that young man looked like a real person to me. I love that. Yeah. It was fascinating. Because they built a relationship. Mm -hmm. They worked with each other. Right. Without (laughs) a name, right. Without a name, without any, but he knew he did. Yeah. That, that will never leave me. That's one of those never leave me things. So sometimes you get a name. Sometimes you don't, it doesn't matter. And Mm -hmm. you can name them yourself. If you want to really have a name, Mm -hmm. they'll be very happy with that. But you can still build a relationship with them without. Yes. And that's the key. So that that's where I I feel like you don't need it. If you get it, awesome. If someone gives it to you, fine. Just ask yourself if it resonates before you accept it as word. Yes. And then, you know, move forward. But it is really what's what's most important is building a relationship. Let's talk about how to do that, Jessica. Well, because it's, yeah, because, okay, so let's say, Andrea, that the (laughs) only time I call you is when I need something or like everything's hitting the fan and I want to complain or I want, I'm freaking out. And if that's Mm -hmm. the only time I call you and I never call you to ask, what's up, what's going on? Let's just have a chat. Or tell me something good. Right. Then, then. 
the relationship isn't really going to go very far. You probably yeah. won't even pick up the phone. Right? <laughs> right? No, I get, no, I get that. It's kind of like, oh, you know, she's calling right? again. Yeah. Something's or, wrong. Yeah. Or you go to call someone, but you don't speak the same language as they do. So you're not sure how to communicate clearly and they're telling you things, but you're not really, you don't understand what they're saying because you've never worked on figuring out how the two of you communicate well. So it's not going to go very deep there either, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's a two-way street. You have to put time into it when you're not needing it, I guess. They're always going to be there for when, when you need them, right? The greater connection comes from time and space and making space to connect with them when, when you don't need them, when you're just reaching out to say, okay, let's, let's figure out how we work. Right? right. That's where you start. When you develop that, that relationship, you're able to move forward, keep going in life when you're not in crisis. And listen, if you are in crisis and you're spinning out, if you already have that relationship. It's so much easier to come back to balance. Oh, so much easier because yeah. you, it's like going home, right? It's comfortable. Yes. yes. Comfortable. It's not something you're just trying to figure out and navigate on top of the spinning out. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's a comfortable connection that feels like home. I think that's really important. And I think working with your guides, not just in the meditation room, but then taking action and bringing it into the world is really important too. Our guides helped us devise this life plan and they're helping us take the journey. It's a really big deal. And I just, <laughs> I you know, it's a really big deal. It is. Deal. It is a they, big deal. You know, when we talk, if you look about the people in your life that you're walking with, that you're journeying with, that you're living this life with, these are your spirit people that were with you in soul form before you took the leap. And you can't get any better friends to walk with than your spirit guides. Yeah, they're they're an awesome support team. So Jessica, can you walk us through a little hello exercise? Yeah. You know, let's let's do a calling in because I just I just mentioned about being able to sense your guides when you're not in the meditation room, right? How, right. how do they I mean, and this may apply too to the meditation room, of course, but but how do you know they're around you when you're like at the grocery store? God, we love the grocery store. We do. And, Alex, and don't we? It's hysterical. That's really the only place I go though. Well, it's so funny because if you know me, you know, I don't go to the grocery store unless I absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. But when I go, it is such a big event in my life that it comes up in my I'm in the world. <laughs> I'm in the world. I'm at the grocery store. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. I don't like it here. <laughs> so let's say you're at Target. There we go. We'll Target. Up, which also has groceries. Um, so let's say, let's say you're out and about and you feel a sensation or you hear something or, you know, something drops in. It would be nice to know, like, you know, I feel something's around me in a positive way. Um, I want to know what this is. This exercise will help you figure that out. So it's what I call a calling in. And before we begin the calling in though, I think it's important to figure out what are the different ways that they can, they can step forward into this calling in, right? Your guys can step forward. Yep. So some of us are hearers, like Mm -hmm. we hear, clear audience, Um, Mm -hmm. sounds, music, voices, words, buzzing, ringing, right? Mm, Yes. You're a feeler. Yes. So that's clear sentience. Mm-hmm. You feel, 
you how do you feel i know you're <laughs> how do you feel how do you feel at the moment no so i feel um i can feel the shifts in the air pressure mm-hmm. i can feel the shifts in the energy around me i can feel it move i think one that most people can probably relate to is do you feel a little chill do you get little goosebumps and you know it's funny yeah, temperature changes the bumps i get are they're different like there's bumps for angels there's bumps for spirit <laughs> guides that. right as a clear sense yeah. mm-hmm. so that that's something you might want to pay attention to mm-hmm. emotions mm-hmm. can come emotions mm-hmm. feelers come yep. you know um i see I'm yes clairvoyance clair- mm-hmm. so it could be colors it could be images it could be symbols in your mind's eye you could see like scenes in motion almost kind of like a movie then my favorite these are the people i hold in my heart when i teach my clear development class because it's it's one of the hardest clairs to define mm-hmm. and to understand and but once they unlock it they are unstoppable i love but that to watch that journey is like oh my heart i'm gonna oh. be i'm here i'm here for you <laughs> jessica's talking about claircognizance yeah. yeah knowing because like knowing. you just know and you don't know how you know but you just know and Dang, if that's not hard to make mm-hmm. tangible. <laughs> well, it's, it's hard to trust, you know, it for is, people. It is. I'm, I'm clear cognizant. And so a lot of the information I get, even when I'm sharing in a reading is I just know it and yeah. I don't know how I know, but then to mm-hmm. trust it. Right. So I don't even know how to define it. You just know it. <laughs> so I'll kind of relay how my, my students have defined it. Because I just know that I know, and then right. I have all the other clairs to back it up. So usually yeah. my clair cognizance will come in with something and, else and I'll be, yes. and it's like a referral system. I'll that's be like, oh, true. no, that's what it is, right? Okay, it's like yes. piggybacks. Mm-hmm. But but for my, my clair cognizant, my dominant knowers, they say it's either like a download that comes in and they didn't know before, and then they suddenly know in its entirety, like fully fleshed out, no. Or... I've had a lot of them say, it's like, I'm imagining something, but they never say they're seeing. It's just like my imagination. It's my imagination. And they use that. And I love that because it's, it's different than I think clairvoyance, you know, like I imagine visually, but that's because I'm clairvoyant, but right. other people imagine differently. Right. So it's an, it's an imagining. So you may know how you work. Awesome. We usually have one that's dominant and the other ones sort of fill in the blanks, but you, you know, Andrea and I have worked with the clairs so much that we, we use all of them at all any given them. time. <laughs> so, but when, when you first start off, one may just step through, but if you have two step through in this exercise, awesome, embrace it, go with it. <laughs> but, but know that don't expect if you're a hearer or a feeler and you've never tried to see before, do not try to see with this exercise. <laughs> <laughs> now is not the time. We're just trying to figure out how your spirit guides want to communicate with you. And they're going to use your strongest Claire to do that right. typically because they want to be heard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're using your strengths. We're using our strengths, not our challenges yep. in this one. Not, yep. Not our challenges. Okay. So if you're someplace that you can close your eyes, close your eyes and just, just start to soften your body and, and relax, relax into your space. Take a few deep breaths, just slow down and just start to pause and move into a more, a more neutral you know, let, let things go for the moment, relax your shoulders. And I want you to know, or imagine, or see, or feel this 
amazing energy that surrounds you. Your energy goes outside your body, 20 feet in every direction. And I want you just to, maybe it's a color, maybe it's a feeling. I just want you to be in your own energy. Feel that almost like an energy bubble expand out from you. This is your energetic space. It's, it's more than just your physical body. And now I want you to invite your spirit guide into your energetic space. They're going to merge with your energy. And as they step forward and in, you may hear a buzzing. You may feel a pressure, maybe on one side or the other, or a temperature shift. You may see them in your mind's eye or see colors or symbols. Or you may just know that they're now with you. Just observe. Observe how you know that they're standing next to you. And if they came in on one side, play with them a little bit. They like to have fun. Invite them in to come to the other side. And can you feel that movement? How, how do you know that maybe they were to your left and now they're to your right? Is there a shift? Was there a change? And just say, thank you so much, Spirit Guide, for stepping forward today, for making this connection. It's so good to know that you're here supporting me, nurturing me, holding me, guiding me, and sharing your wisdom. Thank you, and so it is. And now another thing to practice is asking these lovely beings to step out of your energy. They don't need to be merged with you all the time. So go ahead and practice getting back to neutral by asking your spirit guide to step back out of your energy. And I want you to observe for a second how that feels when they're not merged with your energy because that's as important to know as when they are how does it feel when they're not there what is that sensation and when you're ready you can take a deep breath in and slowly open your eyes and come back and you might want to jot down a few notes on the subject i encourage you to play with this for the next few weeks like we said you know inviting them in <laughs> Inviting them in, calling them in, building that relationship is the first step to creating a really solid connection. And so if you're sitting in the car waiting on someone or you're standing in line somewhere, it does not have to be in the meditation room. You can just close your eyes and play with them. They'll be more than happy to do that and, and just invite, invite them in, you know, invite them in and see what is that sensation? How do I know they're, they're coming in? And, and initially, maybe if you're a feeler and you felt it, playing with it more you might be able to go a little bit deeper into the next layer and maybe you'll end up seeing something or hearing something you know but just just start to play with 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 your dominant one for the next few weeks and 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 create that that bond that that pathway forward with them thank you jessica you know ask your guides based on what you experienced when you called them in to have a calling card mm -hmm. so that you always know like what's your calling card so that i always know mm -hmm. it's you and whether yeah. that's, you know, a touch on the shoulder, a certain feeling, a color you see, whatever that is, 
build on that from today and, and make it specific so it's noticeable. Fantastic. Thank you all yeah. for being here today and exploring spirit guides with us. I'm sure that we'll have more to talk about. We have more <laughs> they to are talk our about. Favorite, um, our favorite things. If you have any questions, though, we're happy to take them. So please, if we've not answered a question that you have about your spirit guides, um, uh, send us an email and let us know. And we'll be happy to answer it in one of our Q&A episodes. Yes, which is coming up. And we're compiling your questions. So send it in at adventureswithspirit.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Find your adventure. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventure with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous.